Show. The Matt and Beth Show. Let's just okay, talk about okay. the elephant in the room. Welcome to episode number nine, spring cleaning and all things spring. Ooh. <laughs> oh, last week we talked about we talked about discipline two weeks in a row, and now it's we're talking about cleaning. I'm just wondering if Sean's like, hmm, I wonder if any of this is gonna translate over into real life. <laughs> Discipline and cleaning. <laughs> Listen, I've gone 24 hours without any sweets. Hey. 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 This is real discipline. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Count them. I was just going to say, but who's counting? <laughs> I am. It's actually 24 and a half now. Don't you think spring cleaning isn't just about like cleaning windows? It's yeah. like decluttering, decluttering. and re feng shuiing your space, yes, right? That. Is that a word? Yes. Feng that's shui? what I'm saying. Is yes. it that? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Exactly. You okay. said it first. So you're like, I'm not interested in cleaning out a closet, but like, let's make this space more peaceful. Yes. And inviting. Yes. But yesterday like we- I was, I walked into my closet and I was like, man, this is really starting to mess with my mental health. It really oh, is like you're to stop. Yeah. It really, I'm not kidding. Like walking in and just being like, eh. it's that, it's that same thing. That quiet sound that says you're messy. Mm-hmm. You're irresponsible. How are your kids even going to know how to clean their room if you don't? Ugh. 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 You should probably stop eating sweets, junkie. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather give up sweets or clean your closet? Ooh, neither. Neither. (laughs) Pass. That's where I eat my sweets, in my dirty closet. (laughs) Well, you've kept this space in the studio. Very neat. Thank you. Very you. I I feel like that whole thing with your mom and moving furniture. Like sometimes I come in here and there's new furniture. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what you're. Are you talking about my new desk? Yes. Okay. So this desk isn't for us. This desk is for me. Just so you know, don't touch it. This new chair here, I figured would be nice because it's a little bit smaller. can fit behind this little desk. So now we have the desk. We've got the table and then the little chair. It's all together looking nice. You and your orange chair. This studio is almost complete. But tell me what you think about this baby, this chair, huh? <laughs> like to call it white lightning. <laughs> you know why? Look how fast so- I can go. It's got wheels. It's got wheels Super on it. fast. Yeah. Your other chair had wheels. Yeah, it's a little squeaky. Uh, so I, I wanted to get some of that 401k stuff to spray on it, but I don't think we have any. <laughs> WD40. Yeah, whatever. Tomato, tomato. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth show. Bye, everybody. All right, so welcome to episode number nine, spring cleaning, decluttering, and new furniture in the studio. So I want your honest opinion, as you've given in the past, you're always honest. (laughs) This little desk of mine, I'm going to let it shine. What are your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the desk is very functional, Mm -hmm. and you're not like turning sideways Mm. to talk to me while your microphone is facing a different direction. So it's very functional. There's something about it that screams like late night show host to me, (laughs) but like a miniature version. (laughs) Like you're you're the host of a a mini late night show. (laughs) There's just just something about it. Like we couldn't quite afford the full desk. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. <laughs> it's just like a 
a mini version. So Let's take a picture of that and put I, it up. I will. I will. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to. Here. I also, oh. I love your chair because you have a new chair. Yeah, this chair is awesome. Yes. I love your chair. Um, I do. I love your chair. Why do you say it like that though? <laughs> hey, really though, I want to know. You, what you do look super fast in it, yeah. but it's like this kind of like short white leather office chair that I picture, I just picture more like in Carrie's office. Well, it was in Carrie's office and I flip-flopped the chairs. <laughs> but this one fits a little better behind like it's, this. It's a pretty chair, Matt. Oh, uh, you have a pretty chair. <laughs> I feel like you're making fun of me and the I chair. Okay. <laughs> Your feelings are accurate. Listen, if, would you weigh in on this, please? You can visit our social medias on Instagram or Facebook, The Matt and Beth Show. Check out the pictures and let us know what you think of the new studio furniture. Including hashtag white lightning. <laughs> My new chair. <laughs> Let's get like a nice light, like, yeah. a, like a chandelier. Do you think a chandelier would be cool in here? Yes. Are you joking? Crystal. Are you serious? Real crystal. I was seriously thinking that. Or a, a chihuly. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> patchouli? No, not patchouli. A chihuly. It's a glass blown. That's yeah, a fahuli. Fahuli because you said chihuly. Yeah, this is a fakey. Oh. Fake chihuly. <laughs> so it used to be blue and now it's pink. I thought you said patchouli and I was like, well, bring it. We can do Get that, that too. patchouli in here. <laughs> Let's do patchouli lights. Okay. Have you guys done any updating in your house? New furniture? Any spring cleaning? Anything like that happening with the sun coming out and spring being here? No, and I'm, I am, honestly, I'm dying to do some of that, mm. like cleaning out flower beds and all the closets. I mean, all the things that I'm just sick of and need to do some cleaning, but we're getting ready to go to Guatemala. And I feel like when I have that trip on the radar, everything else takes a backseat. So we're headed to Guatemala next week. It's the first time we've gone in the spring. We always go in the summer or winter. What's so temp I've never like in seen, spring? Uh, it's, I mean, Guatemala is basically gorgeous all year. Like what? 78, oh, 80. I mean, there'll be certain places when we're in the mountains, it'll be cooler. And when we're in the non-mountains, it'll be hotter, but <laughs> it might rain a little bit. It's similar to Seattle. Like, it's not like, doesn't feel rainy all day, but like it will during the rainy season at some point every day, right. rain a little bit. So I don't know if we're in the rainy season. All I know is this, I'm always so impressed at how clean they get their laundry. What? I mean, I see... I mean, these, the people that, you know, a lot of people that we know, they wash their laundry like in a creek or, you know, like they don't, they wash them by hand, perfectly pressed, white, button up collared shirts. And I'm just like, my shirt never looked like that the first time I wore it. Haven't you asked them? How do you get your no. shirt so crisp? Well, yes, there is this cleaner that everybody recommended. So we started buying it when we're there and I don't think it's quote unquote like approved by <laughs> whoever I want to say the FDA but whoever like approves I ended up with a rash <laughs> they don't let you carry it on because people smuggle drugs inside it so it is this but they just call it it's this like blue ball that you like rub on your clothes you know what they call it huh. blue <laughs> I'm going to go to Guatemala. I'm going to get some more of my laundry, <laughs> you know, my blue. And then I'll come back and be really ready for some so, spring cleaning. Do you use it at home? 
Yes. You do. I do. So you did sneak it on the plane. <laughs> well, you can't carry you actually you can check it. Yeah. You can put it in your checked bag, but you can't have it in your carry-on. I think people really were like wow. hollowing it out because right. it's so the scent is so strong that the dogs oh, can't wow. get they can't smell it. What is the smell? What does it smell like? Like strong, Real clean strong. laundry mat. Soap. But like natural stuff, because they're probably not using chemicals. Oh, they're I'm using... sure it's ridden with chemicals. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it who's... does not smell natural. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm talking like greasy, like you drip pepperoni pizza grease yeah, on your yeah, yeah. shirt. Like before I found this cleaner, it was like, well, goodbye shirt, <laughs> right? Any like oils? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gets even oils out. Huh. I don't even know how. Is it kind of like though, like, wow, this old stuff that I use in my yard from 1975, which is no longer sure available could, on the market, sure gets rid of the weeds and the spiders. Sure could be, but also your children probably <laughs> shouldn't ingest it. Do you know what the number two uh, causes of fires in a house is? Are? Crockpots. Mm. Oh. Gosh, that's scary. Mm, I bet that fire's going to taste good when I get home. It's been cooking all day. <laughs> Did you ever watch This Is Us? Uh-uh. Oh. Okay, don't, Croc, don't. Crock-pot fire. Uh, is that a real thing, though? It's a thing. In real life. It made me go, I need a new crock pot. No. Hmm? Wait a minute. Talk about that in a minute, but hold on. The two that I know of, can you guess one Fires. of the two? Candles. Candles, number one. Okay. Do you know what number two is? Curling irons. Uh, try again. Uh, Coffee pot. Uh, try again. Toaster oven. Uh, try again. Grill. Uh, fire pit. Uh, try again. Or don't. Well, let me just tell Cigarette. you. <laughs> Cigarettes could be it. Okay. That's not it though. Okay. What is it? Truthfully, I don't know if this is number two, but I bet it is. I felt like I had some really good guesses right there. <laughs> Those were really good. And none of them were the one that I was thinking of. It is the dryer vent. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Dryer vent. That's a thing. And we don't talk about that enough. I mean, we used to talk about it as a kid. <laughs> we need like, to talk about dryer vents a little bit more. I believe it. That's what people want is a podcast about, about dryer, dryer vents. <laughs> Thank you. Or safety so you don't Does kill it your family. Get any more interesting than listen, dryer vents? Listen, let me tell you about the dryer vents. Here's tell the thing, me. Is we don't discuss with our families enough about dryer vents. We know the issues with co with uh, candles being lit and left in the in everywhere in the house by all the right. flammables. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to dryer vents, we don't talk about it enough with our families. The kids go down and do their laundry. I go down there months later to do mine and i see that that thing hasn't been cleaned out the entire time. time there it looks like there is one of our cats in the uh in the, the lint trap. trap right so does the fire happen because of the lint trap or because the the lint that goes into the dryer vent are we talking about dryer vents are we talking about lint traps because i think both would be riveting podcasts okay well we're talking about both so it should be in one podcast <laughs> So I have never cleaned out any of the uh, hosing. So that could be a problem. Is that what they're talking about? The fires? So I'm That's, doing the wrong thing? <laughs> you're the one that brought it up. I don't know. I was not prepared to talk about dryer fires. <laughs> My point is this. Would you Clean please out your lint traps? How often do you have to do that? Look, Louie, look this up real quick. I want right. to find out if I'm... What exactly am I looking at? All right, type this. Okay. Into the Google. The I'm not, top. Hold on, I'm still unlocking my iPad. Okay. The top causes of house fires. Okay. Number one. Homes.com. Okay. Sounds that where real. we're going? Yep. Cooking. Cooking is number one. Well, Cooking with candles? I don't know if they're in order. Mm -hmm. 
10 state farm yeah, 10 good. leading causes of house fires and how to prevent them obviously first you make sure you have good home insurance mm-hmm. <laughs> cooking fires heating equipment so like space heaters mm-hmm. furnaces mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that Candles. here we just live in a refrigerator in the studio <laughs> Electrical systems and equipment, so like faulty wiring. Eesh. There's not much you can do about that because you don't know it. Right. Like an, unless you get an inspection when you buy the house, yeah. you don't know it until. Don't say it's too late. I didn't. You, you did. almost did. Candles. Number three. Smoking. Smoking. Candles. Christmas trees. Mm. That's, That's old. Said. That's old. That's this not is tr- old. All, all of this. <laughs> when is this from? 19 when? Listen. Ot five? What are we looking at here? <laughs> There's no date. Somebody says Christmas tree fire. That's not even a thing Do anymore. Do you think State Farm leaves old stuff? Here's jo- January 25th, 2022. That's fine. Go to that. From EKU Online. Oh <laughs> Safetymanagement.eku. <laughs> Who's EKU? I don't know. I don't know. Eastern Kentucky <laughs> University. I'm unsure about that. Appliances and equipment. Anything that generates heat, stoves, candles, heaters, clothes dryers, or heats up with extended use like computers, that Mm. kind of thing. Cooking vessels, uh, candles, holiday decorations, electrical systems, smoking, chemicals, gases, lightning is number seven. mm. Children, just in general, children, (laughs) (laughs) children cause fires, the barbecue grill, and then, oh, like fires that go awry, like if you had a bonfire or something. All I'm saying is this. Don't wait 24 hours. To, just, if you wanted to prove your point, we should have just looked up dryer vents that cause house fires. That's really true. All I'm saying is okay. this. Don't Empty wait. the lint trap. Don't wait the 24 mm-hmm. hours to talk to your kids. <laughs> Go and talk to them right now. When you hear this, perk them errors up. Mm-hmm. Grab your family. Mm-hmm. Have yourself a meeting. A talk, meeting. About, talk about that dryer vent. If you're going to do laundry, you got to clean that thing out unless you don't want to have a house anymore or animals. That's so dark. <laughs> there it goes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Amy, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Amy, Matt. Matt, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice I to think meet we you. actually met before. I think we met so at church. Good to talk to you. you have such yes, a nice voice. You have such a nice oh, voice. Oh, goodness. Thank you. I'm so excited to welcome my sweet sister in law, Amy, to the show. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. I love Amy. I love so many things about Amy, but uh, Amy works now. She works in interior design, but Ooh. Amy, yeah, she does. Cool. And she has, she has just yeah. such a great eye for it. The coolest thing happened though. She came to my house for Christmas and we had just redone our kitchen and she looked at me and she said, have you seen pictures of my kitchen? And I said, <laughs> no, she showed me a picture of her kitchen and it was the same as mine. Meaning mine was the same as hers. So you meaning like a, I'm basically so I'm basically an interior designer. <laughs> like if Amy would have picked these colors, Amy, you nailed it. And I nailed Your it. It's beautiful. But That's not, hidden talents. Yes, we're not going to talk about necessarily <laughs> interior design today. But Amy is also very. She's very organized. She thrives on. Um, you she cleaning to her is like cathartic, right? It's like therapy. It's my therapy. She yeah. loves to organize and be organized. So we are think we're talking about spring cleaning. And here's my theory, Amy, on spring cleaning is that after the winter, we've all just kind of sat inside with the windows and doors closed with all our junk for so many months. Yep. So once spring hits, we're just like, get it out. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in your, and I know you live this, but could you just help us here? If we're all trying to just be a little more organized, be just do some of that cleaning up just to kind of bring some, add some peace to our lives. Could you just give us like, what are like a few, you know, what's the most bang for your buck in the area of organization? Yeah, I think the biggest, um, which thank you for all the nice things that you said, but the biggest like myth I feel like that's out there right now is that in order to be organized, you have to spend thousands of dollars on clear plastic bins. Mm. Oh, right. That's what and it would cost. Is so silly that if you can get that out of your mind, that you can be organized in your own space with spending very little to no money, that's probably the best place to start is just getting in that mindset. Okay. While I, you know, I am a clear plastic bin lover and there are some practicalities to it and you can see everything that you own. And I think that's a huge part of it is if you have things that you can't see, you're never going to use them. And you're, and at that point you're wasting money because you spent money on this and now you can't see it. And so you're not using it. So there is a benefit to being able to see your things, but if you're just wanting a quick, you know, once over a quick fix, the best thing to do is to start small, um, to start in one area that you see the most. So maybe that's your silverware drawer. Mm. Do you mm. see that every day? You know, like yeah. it I does. Do. I just feel like it can get so overwhelming yes. to look at, oh my goodness, every closet in this house needs to be redone. Everything, you know, yes. as Beth said, I also redid my kitchen recently. And so our storage closet is an absolute disaster. Like I had a friend offer to help and I was like, I, I, I don't even want to show anyone this. Like you can't <laughs> see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not an area that I see every day. And so it doesn't bring me anxiety to be in, in that space where the places that you see every day, they indicate your mood so much in a way that people don't always realize. Mm-hmm. So that if you start, you know, like I said, with one drawer, um, I know at the beginning of the year, Instagram always pushes like, you know, everyone get organized and here are these five products that you need and all of that. But realistically, it, like start with five things. And one of those things might be a pencil. Like if you can throw that away and you mm. don't need it, get rid of it. Start with and five things. I like that. Start. Yeah. Start. Yeah, please. Yeah. So start so, so small. And if you start, you know, five things and it could be like a cup your kids don't use anymore or the cup that they fight over the most, you know, like anything that doesn't, what's that Marie Kondo, like doesn't bring you peace, doesn't bring yes. you joy. You're allowed to get rid of it. Right. Um, And so starting so, so simple with one area of your home that you see often, I feel like can almost light a fire of like, oh man, when I cleaned out that drawer, it feels like I lost five pounds. This is Mm. amazing. This weight got lifted off of me and now I can move forward. And now I'm going to go to the spatula drawer, God forbid. You know, that's always like the craziest. If you can start simple with things that you actually use, that's huge. Are junk drawers necessary? Yes. I think that they are, but I think they should be confined to one drawer. Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of times a people's junk drawers drawer. ends up being, <laughs> yeah. So for instance, we have one over our garbage can. Our garbage can pulls out the drawer right above it has like, you know, batteries, but I know all the batteries in there work. Things like that where it's, it's, right. it's tape. It's my, um, Beth and I share a love of plants. It's my planting shears. Um, it's things that I actually use, but it's also, we had a party this weekend for the masters and I threw a bunch of stuff in there that was on the counter that I'll deal with later. Mm. And that's a big mm-hmm. thing is you've got to be able to know you're going to deal with it later. <laughs> yes. Or rather than just let it up. overflow into another. Drawer. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So start small and start with a space that you see every day yeah. and choose five, you know, just five things. 
I, yeah, I did the, things. I did this, read this book with friends one time and they talked about give, getting rid of seven things a day for a month. Yeah. I'm going to just, in, in some days it might just be old, an old magazine, right? It, it doesn't have right. to be it, like a couch. Like, right. You're not throwing away, you know, huge items. It can just be clutter, little yeah. things. It can be the soup can that you would have like rinsed off and put on the sink instead of put in the recycling. Put it in the recycling, you know? Like, yes. It, it right. doesn't have to be groundbreaking. Yes, that's good. I look at my kitchen and I realize how quickly it can get messy and then how quickly I get frustrated and I just want to leave the space. But then if I do pick up five things that were in the kitchen, well, those are the only five things that were making that space look so messy. Sometimes we do get so overwhelmed and we paint this picture of an impossible task that's going to take months upon months and it might. But when I walk into my closet and I see a pile of clothes that still need to be put away for the last 20 years of being married... I know it's a problem. I'm not going to try to deny that one, but I still get frustrated. Do you have MC Hammer pants at the bottom of that pile? I probably do. I haven't seen the bottom of the pile in the last 19 years, so I don't know. They could still be there. So everybody, you know, we size in and out of clothes. It's different seasons, whatever. One of the best things to do, you know, maybe get rid of the pile on the floor. That might be just the first place to start if you, you know, that's thing number one. Um, But number two... An easy thing to do is if you, so typically on a hanger, the hook is going to go open side to the back, right? Yeah. That's how you hang a, a shirt. If you flip them all open side towards you, and after six months, you have 15 shirts that have never switched direction, <sighs> then get rid of it. Wow. So when you wear it, put it like back on the hook, you put, you put the opening towards the back like you would normally hang a shirt, and then you have a very, very cut dry, almost don't even look at the individual item when you take it to... Um, donate it or throw it away if it yeah. needs to. Just like, I haven't worn these. I clearly don't love them. I'm going to get rid of them. And I've, that for closets is one of the easiest things to do. The emotional connection that I have to some clothes, I, that might sound ridiculous, but I do. I have a, a sentimental problem with t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So those I think that might be smarter. And I know we did this a while, while, while back, but I just said, Carrie, you donate what you want. You see, it's a shirt that's got three holes in it. It might be the most right. sentimental shirt in the world to me, but if I know it's gone, I'm not going to remember I had it. Right. Unless so, right, right. Right. So that was one thing that I think to get your significant other involved because they're not emotionally attached to your items that you don't need to be emotionally attached to. Yes, very, very much so. And it is okay if you have things that you want to keep. I mean, I would be lying if I said I don't have a bin in our storage room full of old shirts that I'm probably never going to wear again from like yeah. college and club volleyball and things that I like it's a fond memory when I stumble on it but it's in my storage room it's not in somewhere that I see it every day you know and it it has a capacity I have one bin and if it doesn't fit in there I'm gonna take something out to put something new in I love that um you know it's okay to be sentimental it's okay to save things it's just everything needs a home that's what I say in our house a lot drives my husband crazy that everything needs a home if it doesn't have a home it's clutter Mm. Mm. That's so true. You know, what's funny is you and your brother are the same person. <laughs> he's like, he, that, sure he says those exact words and he has no interior design uh, experience at all. But if everything it's just had a home. Our mom had a lot of picture frames on tables mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes you just veer the very opposite end of where your parents were. <laughs> 
Those picture frames had a home. They were just on they the same did table. Have a home. There's just so much. My dad always used to say, if you sat still long enough, you get a picture frame on your head. You know? And so Sean and I, Sean and I love the simplicity, the simpleness. Just yes, uh, clutter free. No, it's good. That's good. I just had an idea um, today. No, I've had this idea for a long time, but I was sharing it with Matt today. The th- one thing that I would say brings, mm, I can't say it steals my peace, but really keeps me up at night is the <laughs> issue of socks in my house. So yep. there are four of us currently with the same size feet, which means we just share socks. Right. And right. somehow when I wash my socks... They, the same socks don't end up back in my drawer. Do you know what I'm saying? And I do. none of them match. And so I decided I just need to rid my entire house of every single girl sock and go out and buy the exact everybody. We have a, an ankle, you know, a no show, an ankle and a crew, but they're all yep. the same. It's the same brand. Right. It's the same color. Yeah. That's probably how you live your life. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody knows that, Beth. <laughs> I've been living that for it, years. It, that's the thing. And not everybody knows that. But I, you know, I am extremely OCD and very particular about things. And so, um, you know, over the years, my husband had some socks that were still from college. It's been, oh, yeah. you know, a while since we've been there. Yeah. Well, not even <laughs> sentimental. Just like he doesn't care. He doesn't oh, care if there's holes in the bottom of his socks. He could care less. That's not where he wants to spend our money. And so it just doesn't matter to him. And so somehow or another, the laundry fairy will throw out the old socks. Yeah. Or if I do like, which granted, there's only me, my husband and my son living in our home right now. So it's not as difficult as, you know, you've got a, a family of six over there. And but, they're all girls and all the socks look the same. So even if everybody gets yeah. socks for Christmas every year, how in the yep. world do you remember who's is who's? Right. That's, you know, that I think going with all the same is the best way to do it. Yes. Um, and in our house, again, smaller family. But if I go through like two weeks of laundry and there's still one single sock sitting somewhere, I toss it. Because I'm like, well, mm. clearly the other one is gone. Wow. It's at it. Like, and so... And on, I mean, I don't throw out socks that often, but it's like, okay, clearly one got left in the softball field or something like that, and we just don't have it in the house. Um, and so I think not being afraid to just like call it quits on an item if you can't find the pair. <laughs> That's good. Thank you for giving us that freedom. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Feels you're, good. You're, everyone's allowed to talk things. It's okay. Oh, that's good. So when I leave this room and I walk out of mm-hmm. here and I'm distracted by 10 other things in my house that I want to do, but I know mm-hmm. upstairs there's five things that I can get rid of realistically right now and then walk away from the situation and tomorrow do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do you suggest that's the first thing I do when I step out of this chair if I want to start making my room a little bit more organized? It is. Absolutely. Because if once you get to a point in that room where you think, I don't even have five things that I could get rid of, now you can, you know, start looking and I can give some recommendations. I think you said we can put some stuff in the comments of organizational items that can help you stay organized. So getting organized and staying organized are two very, very different things. But in order to get to a point where you can stay organized, you everything has to have a home. So you've you've got to already have cleaned out that clutter, gone through everything, and then you'll get to a point where you say, I'm in my office and there are not five things that I could throw away. Then you start thinking, okay, now I should organize this one drawer with all similar type items or items that fit or some, you know, there needs to be a category. That's a whole different conversation. But, um, 
if you can get to a point where you can't throw five things away in one room, you'll walk in feeling so much more peace. Mm. What about this though? Some people like a nice clean look in their room. I get that. That looks nice, but I like yep. to have like little knickknacks from my past all around my place. And my wife says this looks too busy and it's going to get you discouraged and frustrated. And sometimes it does because it doesn't look as clean as I'd like it to look. But what do you right. say to somebody who's got a bunch of stuff from their past there and they don't want to throw that away? Little knickknacks, little toys, little uh, fun things that they've picked up through through the years. Yeah, and I don't think everyone's home needs to look sterile. I think that's where the opposite end of this goes. And so I think if you can have your sentimental things, now if you have a hundred of them, maybe let's hone that in yeah. and think what are my top five things and if you really have a lot of gusto, change them out seasonally. You know, oh, this one smart. reminds you of a summer trip and this one reminds you of a winter trip. You can switch them out. Reality is you won't and it'll stay in a box somewhere and you'll realize which ones you actually love. Wow. But um, if, you know, if you have a shelf or one confined space, it won't necessarily look cluttered. If you're like, this is the bookshelf or the floating shelf or something like that. That's all of my travel um, memorabilia. You know, it's okay for a, a space in your home to tell a story. And personal items is what tells the story in your home. And that's what makes a home cozy and comfortable and for other people to feel like it's not a museum. And so I think it's important to keep those things around. But maybe, you know, select your top few versus having everything out. Because in reality, if everything's out, nobody's really going to look at any of it. Right. Versus if you have five things on display it's going to draw people to be like, Hey, what are the, you know, what's this? This is an interesting basket. Where'd you get it? Things like that. Your sister-in-law is really smart. She, <laughs> she's so smart. <laughs> Years of being very OCD. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> any other tips, any other thing, anything else off the top of your head that you're like, this is one thing that would dramatically change your life. Um, you don't have think. to, I just didn't want to move on without, if you had prepared something. No. Oh, I didn't prepare really anything. So <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> doing awesome. Yeah, no, I, th I mean, I think that's it. I think the biggest thing is getting to a point where you feel happy in your own home, which, after, you know, after the last few years, everybody spends so much more time in their home. And I don't think people realize the toll that clutter takes on your life. And so starting small, starting with a manageable amount, I think you could make a huge difference in your space. For some specific items that you could purchase for small amounts of money that would make a, dr a drastic difference in the organization of your home, you can visit our social medias, find us at The Matt and Beth Show on Facebook or The Matt and Beth Show on Instagram. And if you have any questions we can answer further, The Matt and Beth Show at gmail.com. Amy, do you want to play a little game with us? I'd love to. And by with us, I mean you're just going to play this game by yourself, but <laughs> okay. on our show, Sounds so great. it's with us. <laughs> We like to play a game called five in five where I'm going to give you a category and you're going to have five seconds to come up with five things that fit that category. Okay, Great. Matt, you got the timer ready. I am prepared with my finger on the button. Feels like not enough time. Okay, yeah, no, I, I believe in you. <laughs> okay, Amy, the category is five items you would find in a junk drawer. Go. Go. Batteries, sticky notes, tape, pens, Paperclip. <laughs> nice. You know why that was simple for me? Because you our like junk drawer is organized and I like went through it. <laughs> oh, she's got an organized oh, junk drawer. An oh, organized how cool. Junk oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, Amy, we've got three questions we like to ask the guests on the show. And the first one is this What is making you laugh right now? 
All right. So <laughs> it's actually something that happened this at Easter. Um, we, my husband and I were trying and son, we're trying out a new church and Silas was getting a little chatty, chatting too much for to be in service. So I was standing out in the foyer and they were setting up for, you know, the Easter Palooza for the kids outside and out of the office walks the Easter bunny, which was great. And he passed me and I realized the Easter bunny didn't even attempt to zip up the back of himself. (laughs) So I just said, excuse me, Easter bunny, you're unzipped. And the Easter bunny mumbles, oh God, and just turns around for me to zip him all the way up. Intern low man on the totem pole had no desire to be in this costume. It wasn't even like, you know, the back half of a dress where you can't just like get it shoulder blades up. It was like rear end up, completely open. (laughs) But he had a mask on, right? Oh, mask on. So you'll never know who that was. But if you can go to this church, he's always going to know that you're the one that pointed out his zipper was down. (laughs) And he just, oh, yeah. just turned around, didn't say anything else, just like, you know, I love the it. guy needed some help. It was um, so good. And I've like cried laughing every time I tell that story. So good. So good. And just thank you, Silas, for talking at just yeah. the right time. I feel like that was a beautiful, divine That moment. was my Easter gift. Yes. Yes, it was. All right. Question number two, what is stretching your faith right now? Um... I would have to say finding a new church in general, mm-hmm. um, finding a place that feels like home. Um, my husband and I have just kind of gone through a lot in the last few years, and we've kind of redecided what our, not redecided, but just kind of has been questioning everything. We've questioned what we believe to be our core values and our core, um, I feel like truth is a, a hot, hot word right now, but I just mean it in a sense of we're trying to decide where our core beliefs lie and we want to to find a, a church that can correlate with that and connect with that and that can grow us from where we are um, and not just, you know, find the big flashy church that serves the best coffee. Um, and so I think we're kind of in that balance of uh, trying to find a place that fits for our family. Well, come on back to Lincoln because Crossroads Church at Fort Worth and Superior is a great place to go on Sunday. I heard they've got a really cool pastor. <laughs> a couple of them are really neat. Well, you know, that's, I appreciate you bringing that up, Amy, because I think that is something I was just talking to somebody about that this week about, you know, I hate the term church shopping, but you are, you're looking for something that, and and when you've experienced it, you, and like you said, you've kind of reevaluated your needs and what, you know, what's important to you in this life stage right now, but you all have experienced a great community that came out of a church, right? People that lived life together. And it was so, um, you know, the relationships that, you know, for a season of your life were the most important, the closest people to you. And so that would be a stretch of faith. Now you've moved to a different state and, not that it's all about you, me and what I can get out of it, but there right. is an element of this is this is where I want a, a large portion of my life. This is going to be a big influence on my life. So I can understand right. why that would be a very stretching and it's good to take your time and it's good to to know what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. What are some red flags that you should see if a church that you don't want to be at? 
If they never pick up um, a Bible or what do you think? Well, if the Bible's important to <laughs> I you, mean, I think you want them to read from, you know, at least right. yeah. at least talk about the Bible. <laughs> if if that's a priority to you. The Easter bunny zipped up. I think that's <laughs> my number one. <laughs> Found my church. Red flag. <laughs> right. The point is this Easter bunny did want to be zipped up. <laughs> right. So once it got brought up, he made the situation right. And luckily he wasn't wearing he the costume backwards. Okay. Good. And the final question is this is a big one it's very important to us crunchy or creamy peanut butter creamy all day (laughs) creamy i was afraid honestly that she was gonna be like cashew butter (laughs) and i was gonna be like ain't nobody talking about cashews over here amy typically eat almond butter (laughs) we aren't talking about that that the 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 point is creamy all day all day creamy Amy, if I wanted to eat it I, or crunch it, I would eat a nut. Just okay. go straight to the source. Because you do eat nuts. I do. But you, you, you eat nuts when you want to eat nuts, and you eat peanut butter when you want to eat peanut butter. Yeah, and you're creamy peanut absolutely. butter. Your nuts Which is that. all day long. That's when <laughs> yeah, I want to eat absolutely. Amy, you're the best. I love you. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Two things I have to do before every road trip. Number one. You want me to guess? Sure. Get snacks. Yeah. Number two, get adjusted. Stop at Trinity Chiropractic. Get my adjustment bef- adjustment before. Get my adjustment before I leave town, and then after all the travel, all the flying, all the sitting in bleachers, watching sports. After all those things, a big long full road trip. Come back, get adjusted again. No matter what your road trip is, whether it's sitting around watching soccer games that your daughter's playing on the weekend or you're running a Spartan race or maybe going to Guatemala with Beth, Dr. Bo's going to take care of you, make you feel better. TrendyCairo.com and at 31st and O in Lincoln. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. And here's Beth with your wrap-up. Well, we talked a lot about spring cleaning and bringing some organization and cleanliness to your life today. I don't want to miss the opportunity to talk about our hearts. There's a story in the Bible, a man named David who had just committed adultery and then he murdered someone in order to cover it up. So he is like the lowest of the low at this point. And somebody confronts him and says, what you've done is not right. And rather than get defensive and defend his actions, he prays this prayer. He says, create in me a clean heart, O God. Put a new and right spirit within me. Because David knew that on his own, just like us, on our own, we are prone to selfishness, to making decisions based on what we want, not what other people need. We are prone to failing and to making mistakes. We're prone to sin and just missing the mark of what God wants for us. And rather than get defensive, my hope is that today we can all pray this prayer. God, create in me a clean heart. On my own, I'm not going to do it. The only way I can do it is through your help. And when we pray that prayer, we can trust that God is doing it. And if it takes a few times, if it, you know, our hearts are 
their muscles that are used to functioning in a certain way. And so we have to ask for God's help, create in us a clean heart, because I don't know about you, but I want to lay my head on my pillow at night and know that I have made choices that were right, that have that choices that stem from a clean heart and a right spirit. So can we pray that prayer, asking God for his help to give us a clean heart and watch what he'll do. I'm Beth, and that's your wrap. I need some good